Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Derek Sassman, and Doug is with me. And Doug, first off, I am so glad you're with me, alive after successfully completing the Rebel Challenge this last week in Anaheim. Uh, you know, that that's a lot of running, uh, two days worth, and that is what we're going to be talking about in today's show, is everything that you did well in California, but most and foremost... How was the Star Wars running Run Disney event? Well, the run, it was fun. Um, I'm going to use the word run, just envision bunny ears or air quotes around the word run whenever I say the word run because I walked a lot. Um, it was fun, and we'll, we'll delve into it more as we go here. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a good event. I had a good time. I don't know if I'm ever going to sign up for another challenge again. That may not have been one of the wisest decisions I've ever made, but uh, I completed it. And there's a lot of people, it turns out, that don't, looking at the statistics. 16,000 people started the half, and according to the Times, the results, uh, like 12,500 finished. So I actually finished and got an official time, so I feel pretty good. That's awesome. And for the listeners uh, who might not know uh, this Run Disney event, what is the Rebel Challenge? It's not just a half marathon. What all do you do? All right. So the Rebel Challenge, basically this was Star Wars uh, Half Marathon Weekend light side in California. Um, They have a 5K on Friday, a 10K on Saturday, and the Half Marathon on Sunday. The Rebel Challenge is the 10K and then you follow that up the next day with a half marathon. I've done 10Ks, and I'm sore after a 10K. I've done half marathons, and I can't usually walk for a week the right way after that. So I thought, why not do those back-to-back? Um, but the cool thing about you do the Rebel Challenge, so you get the medal and the T-shirt for the 10K, and you get the medal and the T-shirt for the half marathon. But because you sign up for the Rebel Challenge, you also get a Rebel Challenge t-shirt and a Rebel Challenge medal. So I ran two races and got three medals. So if that's not enough reason to sign up for it, I don't know what is. But that's what the Rebel Challenge is. And they they uh, all the Run Disney events seem to have some sort of different challenge. Like the Princess Marathon Weekend has a, a glass slipper challenge, which is similar. You do the 10K and the half. Uh, the Marathon Weekend Challenge at, at uh, Disney World it, they have several. They have the Goofy, which is, they call it a race and a half. That's the full marathon and the half marathon, which is insane. And then the Dopey Challenge, where you do the 5K, 10K, half, full. And die. Four days in a row. I You aptly named Dopey, because you have to be a little bit dopey to do it. I know several people that have done it, and 
Um, I can speak to the fact that maybe they weren't thinking that all the way through when they signed up. But that's what the challenge is. It's doing back-to-back races, and it's all for an extra medal, Derek. That's what we're really after. It, well, and you know what? I saw you took a picture and sent it to me. Those are pretty cool medals. I would be, I I'm surprised if you didn't wear them into the office come you know two Monday Tuesday morning when you got back to work. You gotta be proud well, of the, that BB-8. They keep they knock into people's heads, so it really doesn't work well in dentistry. It just it, they're heavy too, man. It gets hard on your neck, and the BB-8 spins, which is really cool. The kids are jealous, so I did something that made my children jealous. That's really what I'm after in life, I think. So that was that was the, ru- the rundown. Of, that's what the Rebel Challenge is. Well, I'm jealous because I've always had a goal uh, since I was running high school cross country that if I was ever to do a marathon, I wanted to do it at Disney. Uh, I think I'm past my marathon state, but maybe a half marathon. I've talked to my wife, you know, knowing that you guys did it together, you and the rope drop queen herself, you know, hand in hand. Uh, hopefully we get to go out sometime and do, maybe maybe we'll even do the dark side because uh, I think that's really cool that Disney is doing all these running events, uh, light side, dark side, princess, uh, a lot of cool things. Uh, and, and now they even have a Marvel one that mm-hmm. they're doing. Yeah, they have that one in Disneyland too. And yeah, it was so the 10K basically you start by the hotels at Disneyland and then you run through California Adventure and then you run through Disneyland Park and then you come out and you kind of loop back around the outside of California Adventure and finish. So like 80% of it is in the parks, which is really nice. Um, the 10Ks in Florida at Walt Disney World. Uh, you run through a lot of parking lots and access roads and like through Epcot a lot. And it's maybe not quite as park oriented. So the 10Ks out in California are really nice. Um, not too many characters on course. I've done one other run Disney event and that was a princess back in 2014. And uh, the 10K didn't have as many characters, which, you know, it's like, yeah, it's only six miles. It's not 13 miles so they can't have as many things people don't get to spread out you're a lot more compact um and then the next day we did the half marathon and so it basically was a lot like the 10k course to start so you start out and you go pretty much straight into california adventure by mile one then to mile one you're entering the park already and then you run through california adventure and then you're run around to the backside of disneyland park and in through toontown kind of run back and forth, back and forth around in there. And then you run through the castle and down Main Street. And there really weren't that many characters in the park. There was a few, and their lines were all massively long. I think R2-D2, C-3PO, the line had to be well over an hour. So um, the tricky thing about these races is you have to finish under a 16-minute pace from the last person that starts. And they actually have what they call the balloon ladies. At the end of the race, there's people that basically are like professional speed walkers. They have to be to walk a 16-minute mile pace the whole time, and they have balloons. So when you fall behind them, they pick you up, and you're done. And, you know, if you get behind them, you're, you're just you're out, no medal for you. And uh, so if I stood in a line for an hour to meet C-3PO, pretty sure I'd be done and out of the race. So that's how a lot of people end up not finishing is they get in a line – not really realizing that that's going to put them behind the pace, and that kind of gets them in trouble. 
Um, and then by mile, like five and a half, you're out of the Disneyland park and you're just running on the streets of Anaheim where there are no Disney characters, no Disney entertainment. So that was something that's a lot different than in Florida where they control all the roadways. So they have entertainment spread out all along the 13 miles. And then you go to Anaheim and half the race, there's absolutely nothing. So that was a little weird and a little different compared to Florida. So which one? So say I get to run my first half marathon, I guess, would you recommend me uh, going to Florida or would you recommend me going to California if I wanted to have more experience in the park with characters, um, even the Run Expo itself? What would you recommend? All right, so we're doing the pros and cons of Florida and California here. In, in a so, quick version, we can do a whole quick, run Disney yeah, we'll do a whole show, uh, show some other time. As of, to, as of today, I would lean Florida um, because they control the whole area that you're running, even though there's not much to look at as you're running down some, like World Drive. It's just swamp to the left, swamp to the right. But they had lots of characters out there for the princess. So we are doing the dark side in April. Let me really answer that question in April, and uh, I'll have a real good idea of what we're doing or what would be better then. But as of now, I'd kind of lean Florida. However, the expo so much more convenient in California because it's right there. You can walk to everything. Where in Florida, where was, you got Where was the expo bus. at? Was it at the convention center? In the Disneyland Hotel Convention Center. Okay. So right there, the hotel we're staying in. Where when you go to Florida, the convention is, or the expo is at the ESPN zone, so or ESPN Wide World Sports. So you got to take a bus to the expo. So you can't like pop in and out. Um, like there was a couple times we just ran in to look at one thing and then we we're back out. And what you can't do that in Florida because everything's more spread out. That brings up something I wanted to talk to you uh, as well, since you mentioned it, the Disneyland Hotel. I got to tour it uh, a couple months ago phenomenal it's been on my bucket list to stay there you actually did and you guys got a pretty sweet room so skipping out of run disney just for a second tell me about your stay out there and and what that experience was staying on property so we stayed at the disneyland hotel and uh we had a room that was club level which is really nice you get access to the e-ticket lounge which basically throughout the day they have breakfast and then like snacks at lunchtime in the afternoon. Then they have light hors d'oeuvres in the afternoon. And then they kind of have desserts in the evening. And so you can go in there and get different food various times a day. Um, and then they also have soda available, juice boxes. They have alcohol there, like beer and wine and stuff. But you had to, like, ask for it. Um, not not something stayed- I would recommend... Um- Doing before the Run Disney event. But. Yeah, right before the race. Go load up. Um, it, it gets the joints going or something. Um, but in Florida, when we stay club level, like the alcohol is like front and center. And California is like hidden off in the corner. So it, it was kind of a whole different vibe. The lounge was awesome. It has a really cool view of the parks. And then uh, we're waiting for our room to become available. We're in the lounge. The concierge people, they check you in in the lounge. And uh, they said, oh, well, it looks like you've been upgraded. So we were upgraded from a standard view to a premium view. And so what a premium view meant was we were on a high floor and looking right out over the park. So we could see uh, fireworks and World of Color, which I'm going to be honest, World of Color from a hotel window is not 
that exciting, but fireworks are. So, which was really nice for a trip when you do run Disney, you end up going to bed early. And by going to bed early means like you're in your room when fireworks are happening. So basically, we're able to watch the fireworks from our bed. And that was awesome. Doug, that's awesome that you had a you know great experience at Disneyland Hotel. I can't wait to hear more about it. We have an episode coming up here in uh, very soon that we are going to discuss on-site versus off-site Disneyland uh, now that you've stayed at a couple on-property resorts lately and uh, we've stayed at a couple off-property resorts. So look forward to that. I, love di- I want to dive in more to your Disneyland Hotel stay. But let's get over to the parks. I know... Uh, I know you had some uh, time to go to both parks. I think my favorite was before, even before, you are talking about alcohol earlier before a Run Disney event. You actually were the man and got Dole Whip. Uh, you run over, where'd you get the uh, Dole Whip at before uh, running? Did you go into Disneyland? Yeah, Disneyland, right, by the old Tiki Birds, the old Dole Whip stand. And it was 53 degrees out. So that's like perfect Dole Whip temperature, by the way, because I just walked right up. Yeah, no line. Said I would like a Dole Whip float, and the girl who was working there, who had on a winter parka, a hat, and gloves, and earmuffs, gladly served me a Dole Whip float while I was in my um, shorts, and uh, I had a t-shirt and a sweatshirt, like a zip-up sweatshirt. That was it. And they looked at me like I was crazy. I went and sat But that guy must be from Canada or Russia or something like that. That guy is from Siberia, clearly. And uh, I ate my Dole Whip. Michelle went on Big Thunder. That was a a good end to one of our nights. And that was after dining at the, oh, the Carthy Circle restaurant, that really fine dining over in Grand California. And so I ate the fancy food, let it digest for a little bit. And then I got myself a Dole Whip as the nightcap. So that that was uh, the highlight, definitely, was the Dole Whip. Well, what's even more crazy is that you did the uh, 10K after that. Uh, but even after running, you guys did California Adventure? Yeah. So your, leg, your legs had to be tired. And then you're like, hey, we're going to walk another 10 miles around the park. Yeah, well, I did the 10K that day. And uh, get back to the hotel about 8 a.m., and uh, so, because I was doing the next one, I had never done an ice bath before. But I thought, if there's ever a time to try an ice bath, because some of my friends that have done the dopey and the other things, they say you have to do an ice bath. So I did it, and it was amazing. My muscles really weren't sore hardly at all. Grant, I might have woken anybody that was still asleep within, like, a three-room radius when I got into the ice bath. But... Uh, I, it really worked. Um, the arches of my feet were really sore, and the ice bath does not help that because that that's a tendon ligament issue that I have that uh, if I had been in better shape, it wouldn't have been a big deal, but it really hindered me in the 10K, and I was really wor- worried about how I was going to be able to make it through the half at that point, but the ice bath was magical. Then we went into the park, and uh, we did quite a few things, and we, did, uh, we traveled with some friends as well. Um, Heather and Jennifer were also there. We met up with them the first couple days, did a lot of different restaurants and attractions. And um, that day, uh, Heather did the Rebel Challenge as well, and she is a lot faster than I am. So they made rope drop, I believe. Uh, Michelle was held up by me. She was missing rope drop for me. I kept telling her, just go, just go, leave me behind. But she didn't. She stuck it out. Yeah. But, the rope uh, drop queen missed a rope drop. 
Yeah, she she has said that on run Disney events, it's okay to miss a rope drop because, good Lord, you get up early and you're running. But uh, so the 10K, yeah, we spent pretty much the whole day in the park. And uh, I think we were back to the room, though, by 7 or so at night and uh, sleeping not too much later. It was a pretty early night. It's kind of all a blur what order things happened in, but... Yeah, after the 10K, we did a lot of California Adventure, and we ended up over in um, Disneyland Park, too. I really can't remember what all we did. The day before was the 5K on that Friday, and Heather and Jennifer ran the 5K, and I know that day we made sure we went to um, Launch Bay so they could get a picture with Darth Vader and their... Uh, 5k medals and that was pretty good that was a good the disney visa card meet and greet no line whatsoever it was like a half hour for darth vader at the visa card meet and greet you just walk right in um which is pretty awesome so we did that with each person's visa card separately so it worked out really good but yeah we did a lot of parks even for running i will be honest sunday we did not do much in the parks we we and by we i mean michelle and i mainly me petered out pretty quick after the half marathon well is there any rides or anything that kind of stuck out with you i know i was in california adventure a few weeks ago and we talked about that on the show so anything yeah we did make sure you did um i got two rounds on toy story one morning um we all rode that's actually uh, impressive because yeah no fast passes for toy story we did the rope drop the four of us we on friday morning Rope dropped, um, California Adventure was the early entry day, and Cars was down as we're walking past it. We're about probably 200 meters past it, and you can hear commotion behind you. Well, then they said, oh, Radiator Springs is open. And so all the people with us had already gone past it, and we're heading towards California Screaming and Toy Story. So the line at Toy Story wasn't perfectly short, but we did it once, and then uh, Michelle and Jennifer went on uh, uh, California Screaming. Heather and I went back on Toy Story for a second round, and uh, I attempted to show her some of the targets you need to shoot at. I hope she learns so that the next time she goes, she can she can beat up on her boys. But uh, um, yeah, it was fun. I got a 240, so that was that was uh, pretty good. I did not get high score of the day though. Somebody had a 242 at some point before me, which was depressing. But, well, uh, I think, it, you know what, i got to say, sometime we need to do a rope drop radio challenge. I know we did the pumpkin challenge. We'll have uh-huh. to go on Toy Story Midway Mania and yeah, challenge see, each yeah. other. That'd be a lot of fun. Everybody's high scores. It, the, the first time I went through, I rode with Michelle, and I both of us remember just really, it had been probably since we did The Princess, since we had ridden together on Toy Story, and we remembered really quickly how much we hate riding together because, like, I use targets on both sides of the screen that are meant for each player to get my score up some. And, you know, here it's she is shooting person her for targets. Themselves. How dare she shoot those targets? So I really love riding with Claire or nobody. Um, that's kind of where I'm at right now in life. Alden and Samantha are already hitting too many targets for my liking. So, yeah, that, that was, uh, attraction-wise, that's the highlight for me. Um, over at Disneyland... Uh, Mr. Toads is always a great one for me. That was one of my favorites growing up, and it's no longer at Disney World, so I love 
to get on Mr. Toad's. And I love the fact that my wife didn't really like it. Still is like, this is just weird. How is this still here? Like, yeah, it's like he goes to hell at the end. I just, it's a Disney attraction in the middle of Fantasyland, and it has a hell scene. But uh, hey, it is what it is. Uh, We did Pinocchio's. We did a lot of the stuff you can't do in Florida. That was the main goal. Like Animation Academy, we drew Baymax. Um, My hands on Baymax were quite funky. Don't ask me what happened. Uh, The line to meet Spider-Man, we didn't meet him, but oh my goodness, it was huge. Oh, I know. Absolutely huge. I know. We we waited for a good 45 minutes for that. Hey, come on, Disney. Get moving on this Marvel area. Um, I took a picture of uh, Tower of Terror in a big brown bag for you, but I don't I don't know that I ever texted it to you because I thought that'd be mean. They really need to theme that skim, scrim, whatever you call it, the, the big brown bag. So attraction-wise, we did Soarin'. Um, yeah, I, the original was a lot more actual film. This one's a lot of CGI, but if you don't know it's CGI, then it doesn't hurt, I guess. But uh, we did some other things. We did we did eat other things though. That was more the attraction, the food. All the food. Yeah. Any any? Uh, I know you talked to a couple of restaurants before. What did you treat yourself after the race? What was kind of the big big well, delicacy? You get a box, a little blue box, as you finish a banana. So the 10K. As I'm heading into the crowd, I realized I didn't have a single thing to drink or eat as I'm walking to the corral to stand for an hour. And I was like, well, this is not going to be good. And then right at about the five-mile mark, I could tell I needed some like sugar or something. I was, it was starting to get sketchy, so I walked a bit. But, man, I couldn't get that banana at the end of the race fast enough. So that's really the treat, the banana. Um, and then in a the box, there was a, a Builder's Protein Bar, a Jif Protein Bar, a bag of um, Route 66 chips, the um, Cars-themed chips that they have. I think I ate those while in the ice bath. You know, that's how you multitask after a race. We, I really didn't treat myself with anything after the half marathon. Well, I saw, Michelle, I saw a picture of you. You finally got the chili cone. I did. That was the first day, though. So oh, that was the carbo loading? Yeah, that was carbo loading. We ate at Cafe Orleans where I had uh, a Monte Cristo, which was basically like a donut with meat in it. It was so sweet and powdery, sugary, and uh, not really – I wouldn't call it a sandwich so much as a dessert with meat. And beignets, um, Heather is a huge fan of beignets, and uh, I, I, she made sure she tried them all. Um, and then – that day we had a dessert party reservation, which is a story unto itself. Um, but we ate at the chili cones for kind of a light supper. Um, cause the dessert party is not really a supper, but you don't want to eat supper right before you go to a dessert party. Cause you pay so much for them. So I had my chili cone finally, and it was quite tasty. There's pretty filling the bread, which it turned out to be good. That it was filling because, um, it poured that night. Mm-hmm. We're in California and we had to buy ponchos which that sentence right there is depressing. Um, it's funny because didn't... it rains like six days in Southern California, and you were there on one of them, and I was there on one of them. And it just came down. So we got our ponchos and sprinkling, and we finally put them on while we're waiting in line to go into the dessert party. And it just opens up, and it pours. 
And we're like, what are they going to do? There's no umbrellas, no, like, covering of anything. We're like, how are they possibly going to do this? Florida has, like, plan A, B, C, and D for their dessert parties. Lots of roofs. California, they don't know what to do when it rains. I'm just going to give them a pass on that because they just don't know what to do, which surprises me that a little sprinkle, I think they're just like, oh, we're done. Cancel. You know? No, they're like, it's it's on. Go for it. Um, and we sat there in a chair, which is awesome. You get a seat for the dessert party there. So you don't have to stand at all. You can see the whole show from your chair. That's awesome. Um, that's almost worse than ticket itself. That's, that's kind of the conversation between the four of us beforehand. Um, we're like, yeah, let's try it. Let's give it a go. Uh, if we would have known it was going to pour on us, we probably said, yeah, we'll pass. But we were wearing our ponchos. Um, Michelle posted some pictures where I was compared to, you know, possibly being homeless in my look that I had going on. I don't know. I evidently looked looked pretty bad in some of the pictures, which I tend to. But the desserts, so the desserts were good. They brought us to them in these, like, plastic things, I think, because of the rain. They're like a lid, and so you had to like open it and sneak your dessert out, but it was pouring so hard that like things got soggy on the way to your mouth, and it was tasty, though. A little rainwater never killed anybody, right? I hope. It's southern. You never know. It is California, but um, would you, so, would you it, think that it was worth it? Because that's always the debate. It's Those dessert parties are not cheap by any means. No. Would you, would you think that it, they are worth it to be able to have the seat and... You know, the food is what it is. Knowing what... So, like, World of Color that night, because it was raining so bad, we could have just walked in and got a spot. Like, the Fast Pass area wasn't even full. That's how hard it's raining. Where the last time we were in California, I waited an hour to wait to get in an hour early in the Fast Pass area and hold my space with, like, all my might. So, on our particular night where it's pouring down rain, and we really did it for the chair... In the space, um, it ended up probably not being worth it. But on a normal night, I think it would be. Um, and then, you know, we, we chatted with guest services, and they're like, oh, it rains. So it is what it is. We have a good memory, though. It's uh, quite the story. Uh, I mean, like, the chair that I was in, I don't know that my butt has ever gotten so wet. It just it just trickled right in all the wrong spots. It was it was pretty miserable. Well, thankfully you didn't chafe on the race then. You know, I'm gonna blame my slow times on that, but uh, not the lack of training. Uh, the dessert party was fun. Was it worth it? I don't know. I can't say. This is our second dessert party. Maybe it's me. I'm not a dessert party person. Possibly after the last one and then this one. It's probably all my fault. It rained. I shouldn't have gone, and they would have had perfect weather. But it was interesting. Well, it sounds like no matter what, it was still a fun trip. Uh, I love hearing about all the Run Disney stuff. Uh, so it will be really great to hear after you do the dark side and, yeah. and compare the two events because uh, that's kind of like the hot debate right now. If you're going to do Run Disney, which, which race do you do? And uh, Yeah, it's a lot of options. And Star Wars is fun because... You get to dress up as Star Wars characters. And Michelle dressed up as Ahsoka Tano. Um, if you've listened to us before, you know I'm a big fan of Ahsoka. Michelle is a huge fan of Ahsoka. 
Um, so out on the course where there's absolutely nothing going on except there's a few marching bands, which I want to give props to if anybody listening that knows anybody in those marching bands, thank you. You got me through the race. I really appreciate it. I'm a big band guy. I did band in college. I'm a trumpet player. So there was some high school bands out there that were stellar. So good job, guys. Um, but then the uh, 501, 501st, whichever way you want to say the division, um, you know, all the cosplay guys, they were out on the course in a couple different spots. And there was a few of them that said, oh, Ahsoka, you're the first Ahsoka we've seen. And we were not towards the front of the race. So Michelle was always excited when somebody recognized who she was, which that means that they're a real Star Wars fan. Um, and then like when they said that, we're like, holy cow, she's the first one you've seen? And you know, these are people that you can't possibly see every person that goes past in that race. It's like watching a mob parade by for three hours. But Ahsoka kind of sticks out. You would notice that. So she was the first Ahsoka to go by. I was lazy. I just got a T-shirt with Captain Rex on it. Um, I wanted to have a Rex costume because Ahsoka was often paired up with Rex in the Clone Wars. Um, the other option would have been Anakin, but you're not supposed to run with Jedi robes, and you're not supposed to have lightsabers, even though I saw plenty of people with them in the race. Um and let's be honest, Anakin's a little whiny. So that, that, actually, that might yeah, have been fit. That would have been yeah, perfect. Yeah, that would have there fit perfectly go. that day. I should have been Anakin. Darn it. Next race. Next race, I'm being Anakin running with Ahsoka. We can have comments back and forth the whole time. Oh, but, no, I already uh, told you. Uh, our next race, one of us is going to be Boba, the other, or, uh, and the other one's going to be Han and chase the other one. That'd be fun, too. If I could be frozen in carbonite and just pushed, that'd be preferable. That'd be perfect. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, the fact... The fact that she's the only Ahsoka, she enjoyed that. Um, so my costume was lacking. The I'm day pretty sure I would whack someone if I had a lightsaber. Yeah, the people with lightsabers were usually the really fit people running fast. Um, another random thought. This is just random thought time, or do you have more questions? No, you've, <laughs> you've gone through pretty much all my questions. Okay, it's just random thoughts yep. from the trip. Um, so... Before the 10K, the uh, guy sang the Star Spangled Banner, and he was awesome, which you're in L.A. I expect awesome, right? You can throw a rock and hit somebody that is a recording artist. And uh, so where you're – I'm back in, like, corral, like, double Z. You know, I'm way back. And uh, there was a guy with a Death Star balloon about 10 people in front of me. So, when you know, you just naturally kind of look up to find the flag when you start – when the – Star Spangled Banner starts, and I look up, and there's the Death Star. So I felt really weird staring at the Death Star throughout the whole national anthem. Um, that was a weird Well, it's weird because it's the light side. There shouldn't have been any Death there, Stars there, period. You know, I was a little disappointed in how many dark side costumes there were. It was the light side, so I thought most people would go light side. But there was, there was costumes evenly across both spectrums, light and dark. A um, lot of, definitely a lot of bounty hunters. There's, that's uh, always popular. Uh, we saw one couple dressed as uh, Greedo and Han. That was pretty funny. That's adorable. And they chasing each other. Yeah. Um, so, and they were, they were slow like us. So we chatted with them a little bit. And there was a Han and che- a lot of Han and Chewies um, running together. A lot of different ways to do Chewie as a costume. Um, 
I saw one Hera from Clone Wars, and she had the whole headgear on. I don't know how she ran six miles in that. Um, some of the best costumes, though, were like Disney characters smashed with a Star Wars character. So there was like uh, Leia Tinkerbell. Um, I saw Soli Chewbacca. So That's funny. Head to toe, Soli fur. I don't really tall person. Head to toe. 10, this is the 10K. And then had the Chewbacca, like, had the bow and the, you know, the belt thing around. So I don't know how they ran that for six miles. It's probably somebody that was super fit and then uh, just got a slow time. And another good one was um, Rapunzel and Ray smashed together. That was pretty cool, too. So I don't know if Michelle's going to stick with Ahsoka or if she's going to do, like, yeah, a Yeah, you got to switch Princess to the dark side when you get the dark side. I don't know. I, I we're just not dark side people, so I don't know what we'll do. If she she might go Ahsoka, Ahsoka now though she's no Jedi. So I mean, you could claim she's using a little bit of the dark side um, currently in the Star Wars Rebels line. Um, I don't know. I don't know who will be. I really want to try to be creative for the dark side. Um, something people will be like, oh, that's who you are. Like they have to think. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. That's a ways away, so I better get working on it now. Yeah, start start now. Uh, but no, that that would be really fun to compare the two races. That is funny though. I did think, uh, being the light side, there would be more light side characters. I did too. But some people we, like to rebel, I guess. Yeah. And well, and I guess if you're local, you're probably not going to the dark side race. And if you really uh, want to dress up as a uh, a um, stormtrooper, you're going to do it. There was a lot of stormtroopers in various fashions of just t-shirt costumes to full-on stormtrooper costumes. A lot of stormtroopers. A lot of, a lot of just random people. Most people, though, the most common, th- one thing that's the most common, the race shirt. So don't don't run in the race shirt, people. Come on. Yeah, have so. fun. It's it is a once in a lifetime race, and that and that's yeah. why I know, you know, if and when we we ever do a half marathon Disney style, go all out because I doubt I'll ever do another one. You never know. I said that they're, after the they're exp- and that's what people need to. Read. They are they are expensive though. They're they're, they're not they're not cheap yeah. by any means. I think that that's kind of always the the shock that that I hear other people are like, wow, I did not realize the price tag. Yeah, and so compare that to a couple of the local half marathons that I've done. You know, the price is quadruple or five times as much. Um, do you get five times as much? I mean, this depends on how you define do getting. Um, there's a lot more entertainment. You're getting the organization of Disney. I've been in a race with um, about 10,000 and 12,000 locally, and they the, the corrals are just zoos and people are you know every which way where disney i mean their start is a science they got people organized so you get in the organization you get in the expo um we uh we did purchase something at the expo this year we got a a rack for our medals so that's exciting and it came today in the mail it almost beat us home um, forgot to mention we got a bonus Disney day on this trip, Derek. How did I forget that? Oh yeah, that was, uh, that was yeah. That's why I'm. I was going to start the show with that. I'm glad you're back safe and sound because 
you guys had a we had a big old storm back here in Nebraska, and you guys yeah you found out during the race that your flights got canceled. Yeah, so Ice Storm Jupiter landed in Omaha, Kansas City. I mean, they moved an NFL game because of this storm, so I knew we were in trouble. The whole time I kept joking about how we're going to get to Phoenix and be stuck there, and uh, I'd probably call up one of Michelle's coworkers and bother him. That was that was my game plan. I don't know if he would like that or not. We'll find out when he listens. He'll let me know. But uh, we did not get stuck in Phoenix. So about mile three, right as we enter Disneyland Park, we're in Toontown. We get a message that our flight was canceled. And um, which, by so, the way, is crazy because what is that like nine a.m. Give her to I don't yeah. know. My me. No, it was like seven ish. But 7 still, a certain nine. It was like nine o'clock, like Nebraska time. Yeah, and, and your flight really home was until like t- almost twelve hours later. Yeah, you know? we uh we moved our flight up because we thought we might beat the storm home. Um, so we were gonna fly out at like twelve forty-five or something like that. So we we're gonna have to hustle to the airport when we finished. But um, so flight got canceled, and uh, oh, I'm like, well, I'll just let my travel agent know, and she can take care of it. My travel agent rolled her eyes at me, um, really quickly too. And so, um, as you're Jennifer running together, was, yeah, Jennifer, who is traveling with us, their flights were canceled as well. Um, so she got us on a different flight that morning. And, uh, then when Michelle travels, she has to have a travel agent from her company back her up. And so she's text messaging, um, uh, backup. So thank you, Alex, for rebooking our room. And, uh, he managed to finagle, uh, a good price for we were upgraded so much that we're like well we can't afford the premium view like we didn't want the room we were in like we booked a lower room and they kept upgrading us to that room and so he got us the the rate at which we actually booked at not for that room because we're like if we're in that room we're gonna have to move like we can't pay that rate so he finagled things and helped us out so by the time we were done running, someone else had helped take care of our flights and get our room. We just had to stop at the front desk and get new keys. Um, so it worked out really well. Um, so thank you to those people that helped us out and uh, getting rebooked. Because, yeah, we were in the middle of a race. So, Grant, there was times we walked, but still we're walking at a pace where you can't just make a leisurely phone call to Southwest Airlines because you got to keep that 16-minute mile pace. And a 16-minute mile pace walk it's fairly brisk and uh it's not one that you get to chat too much at so and it stunk that we got that message right as we got into the park because we wanted to enjoy going through the park and uh so we kind of waited till we're out of the park to deal with um texting people um one of the big things between florida and uh, california is main street so running down main street in florida it is a wall of sound hundreds of people lining main street um similar like the intensity of the sound reminds me of like pre-game of college football um when i was in marching band like just intense noise that's the way main street is main street usa in florida california there's like 10 people clapping that was really weird um so it's just like a totally different experience in the parks from florida to california so Oh, there's the random thought session of today's episode.
That was a lot of good stuff. I think that what what I took most out of the whole thing, one, my favorite part was the storm really wasn't that bad, and you probably could have landed and been okay. Oh, totally, yeah. And two, this is why you use a travel agent, because uh, then they take care of all that for you, and that's why we use Michelle and MEI, and just uh, we love it. So absolutely use a travel agent. Um, I w if you're running with your travel agent... Probably not the best time, though. That's kind of funny. No. Yeah. So, so. Hey, honey. Fly. Hey. I, I can just imagine like that, that conversation. You know, can you get a rebook while running? So. No. Uh, so, and then we're running past all the off-property hotels. And not all off-property hotels are equal out there. There are some really nice ones. And for every really nice one, there is something like tetanus shot sketchy right next door. Oh, I know. And so, I, when we talk about it, I can't oh, wait. I mean, this is coming up probably yeah. later this month. Uh, it's uh, Yeah, off and on property is, is going to be a good – now that you've stayed at some, it's going to be a good conversation to have. Yeah, and we seeing all these off-properties resorts, like I kept joking, oh, there's one. That's what we can afford tonight. Fortunately, Alex worked it so we could afford the premium view room at not premium view prices. But I was like pointing at the, the dumpiest hotels as we ran down the road. And Michelle's just like, oh, no, I'm not. Nope, we're not going there. We'll, we could, like, yeah, it was. So that was a point where we're just uncertain what's going to happen. And we're running past all the off property resorts. So that was kind of funny, a juxtaposition of our timing and where we were at. Well, it's and this is going to be. I think it's going to be a great show topic to to move out west and talk about on and off uh, site uh, properties because I know we'll be doing that here in a quick future episode because we get that question quite a bit. So it's mm. good that you have the uh, experience now to be able to talk more about it. Uh, but uh, you know what? Most of all, I'm just glad you're back, safe and sound. You uh, you survived. You got your Stay door whip, right. and uh, yeah, it's a good trip. Yeah. I mean, we did a lot more that I didn't mention, but it's, uh, I took some naps too. I mean, everybody has learned that I like naps and well, after when you're doing race, run you're Disney, allowed to have you, I, you're going to fall asleep pretty early. Um, so we weren't supposed to be there Sunday night. We were supposed to already be flying home and the chiefs game got moved to Sunday night. I'm a chiefs fan. And so mid third quarter, next thing I know is it's seven 30 in the morning, Monday. I'm like, Oh, did, did the Chiefs oh, no, win? Well, that makes sense because I was texting you. I had you. no idea. And yeah, yep. I see all these texts that I missed, and we're just out. Don't, don't worry. You did not just, miss You did not miss a, oh. a good ending to that game. No, you got a good ending, though, for your game. I know, game. yes. As, as a diehard yeah. Packer fan, uh, now I'm stressed out for this week. There we go. We could all of a sudden turn this into a football podcast. I was good. really hoping, though – that it would be a Chiefs-Packers Super Bowl, and we could I do a, a rope drop special Super Bowl version, maybe. Absolutely. That would have been fun. Next year, maybe. I I can only hope. <sighs> it's tough being a Chiefs fan. It is. Well, you're not another fan where they all seem to be moving right now, the Raiders and the, and the Chargers, but that is not Disney. There's no, there's no Disney football team yet. Well, Give it five some... more years. I heard some conversations about the Chargers thing while out there in California. And it's like San Diego's mad and LA's mad. I don't know who's going to be a fan of this team. It's really odd. Like everybody's just grumpy. And I don't understand how they're going to play in a soccer stadium for a couple of years. 
blows my mind. I, yeah, I, I have all my own thoughts and opinions. I can talk NFL football for days. We'll, we'll leave that to the, the message the boards podcasts. and social media. Yeah. yeah, the other the other podcast, it looks like we're starting all of a sudden. Uh-huh. Um, but, no, I yeah, and here in the future, we'll talk more. We'll, we'll bring on some guests and talk more of the Run Disney events, the expos, mm-hmm. all the fun things. Because you nailed it, and you, you nailed it when you said Disney does it differently. I've done uh, um, a local half marathon, and you're right, the corral, everything's weird. But everything I've read, heard from you, heard from other friends who've done the Disney, run Disney events, it's just done so well. And yes, it might be uh, an expensive price tag, but you do end up getting what you're paying for. And so that's good to hear that you had a good time. Most of all, it's good that you survived. And uh, I can't wait to hear, and uh, after you do the Dark Side Challenge, uh, the differences between the two. So for you guys listening, stay tuned. And uh, be looking out for that podcast on the dark side coming up. When is it again? April? It's in April, the week after Easter. So the next uh, Sunday after Easter, we'll be down in Florida <sighs> running. I don't – this is something that, you know, on Sunday and Monday, I was like, I am never doing another half marathon. Why on earth did I sign up for this one in April? And now, uh, towards the end of the week – I'm I'm ready to go. I'm excited. glad I got this. I oh my, it's a weird addiction, Derek. It Very is. Weird. Nope. I trust me. I get it. I can't wait to do a a mini run Disney event in a few weeks. The Castaway Key 5K. Mm, yeah. And uh, but no. So stay tuned. About three months, we'll be giving a trip uh, report on the other side, and hopefully all good things. Doug survives again, um, and and be watching our Facebook and. Uh, Twitter, you know, you had a lot of great pictures. I loved it, loved all the postings. Uh, and I know a lot of people commented and congratulated you. And and so, no, it really, looked really fun. Definitely jealous. Plus. Maybe uh, maybe eventually we will do a rope drop radio and we'll pick one of the uh, Run Disney events and we can all do it. Maybe, maybe. Whatever the next big one is. Because it seems like... They started with you know a couple, and now there's I don't know about a dozen of them. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll run through them all. Ha, the pun intended. I got the pun uh, on a run Disney show. So probably after I do the dark side, I'll be able to compare the two coasts really well. So awesome! Well, right. that's about all the time we got for today. Thank you so much for making us a part of your podcast listening experience. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We'll continue to update you and if you have any questions uh, about traveling we highly recommend you contact michelle mcknight the rope drop queen herself and now run disney expert uh and and so she'll help you out if you ever want to do a run disney event uh send her an email send us messages we'll put you in touch with her and she'll be able to navigate uh maybe even help train i don't know Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes uh, there's plenty of training stuff on the Run Disney blog. I was following along mm-hmm. while you were running. But uh, you know what? As long as you're running, having a good time, Run Disney might be the right thing for you. But that's all the time. So thank you for listening. For Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. This has been Rope Drop Radio.